Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Hello, legends, and welcome to another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the podcast that talks with the superstars and not about them. This is Spotlight. It's out every Wednesday night over the off-season. We hope you are having a good off-season. And this week, we're focusing the light on Cronulla's Toby Rudolph. Following is a collection of short interviews we've done for you. Enjoy. Round 1 2020 at 24 years of age, our guest made his NRL debut. A late starter, perhaps, but hasn't he hit the ground running? Played two games, but then the competition was suspended due to COVID. Toby Rudolph, it must have felt like someone, somewhere, just didn't want you to enjoy a long first-grade career. Yeah, you could definitely say that. I mean, already sort of debuting late at 24, uh, took me quite a, lot, quite a lot longer to get there than most people. Um but look, I don't look at it that way. I sort of am, I'm really appreciative that round one, uh, there was crowds allowed, so my family was allowed in the sheds, and yeah. uh, they got to be there for the debut moment, which is something that we still talk about. Uh, we still just look back on so sort of fondly, you know. So round two was playing in front of no one, which was sort of back in park footy, so yeah. that was a bit strange. And then, yeah, round three, it was done. It was a six- to eight-week break back into another preseason. So, um, look, it was definitely... I don't look at it too negatively. I mean, I still got yeah. to live out the dream and then had to play 18 games straight after that. So the fact that my family was there round one, it was that that meant the world to me. So, yeah, still a very special moment. Mate, something I hadn't thought of, and, and whilst everyone will take their debut when they get it, but those poor buggers that got to realise their debut NRL dream from rounds two to round whatever it was, 18 or 19 in 2020 – did in front of an empty stadium with with the loved ones watching on TV. That's you know, it's it's not the fairy tale. Not at all. I mean, I think I remember clearly Jake Alvarillo debuting. I don't know if it was round two or three mm. or four, whenever it was. And literally, that was when it hit me. I was like, wow, like he won't be able to have you know his whole yeah. sort of family there watching him, and he won't be able to go into the crowd afterwards and and grab the sort of you know um, the cliche photo with all his friends yeah. and. Uh, I just that made me think like how good is it that I actually got to do it the way I wanted it to and um, yeah so eternally grateful for the way things panned out. Love that attitude, mate. I've got to ask you: were a late starter. What changed in the off season prior to twenty twenty? Why and how were you able to put yourself into a position to play first grade as opposed to previous years? That's a good question. Um, I, th- I don't think it was that one preseason alone. Uh, I was sort of raring to go, um, in my opinion, sort of after my uh, Redcliffe year when I was in here in the Q Cup in 2018. Yep. Um, 
I was sort of you know looking at the team going, oh yeah, Aaron Woods, I'll, I'll be able to put it over him. Uh, Braden Hamlin, you well, he's got nothing sort of thing. And then um, I just thought so that would have been 23. Uh, but then I did my ACL in the in the Intrust uh, Grand Final against the New South Wales team. I did my ACL, so that sort of put everything back by yep. one year. Uh, but before that, even um, I just sort of lacked the confidence really when I was okay. I was 21 in a in a full time system at South Sydney with some very very good players ahead of me. But uh, that year, I was the only one in the entire squad who didn't get to debut, um, which really shook my confidence around. Okay. Uh, as to why that was, um, the only thing I can put it down to that, that changed was my hair. I grew it out and got longer, <laughs> and I started playing better. There you <laughs> so, go. Yeah. There you go. So it's all in there. It's all in your hair. Great pair of Samson. Mate, approaching 40 to 50 games, normally it's a pretty significant milestone in the fact that a lot of young blokes say you're probably not a settled first grader until about that amount of games. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, you're sort of um, plodding along just trying to get as many games as possible before that. But, you know, I'm starting to feel like a first grader now. I think I've still played a few more uh, reserve grade games than I have first grade games. But, yeah, looking to close that gap quickly. Thanks for dropping in, legend. Good luck on the weekend. No worries. She's Andy. Appreciate it. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat. The lineup of our union guys to play rugby league successfully is an absolute beauty. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll have heard our legend series interviews with Ray Price, Michael Cleary, and Michael O'Connor, all dual internationals. They're fucking beauties as well. I was stunned to find out in my research that our guest at the moment was a rugby guy as a kid. In fact, he captained Scots College in 2014 to the GPS Premiership. Toby Rudolph, what do you remember of that year, mate? That was um, that was a crazy sort of whirlwind of a year, that one. Uh, a very enjoyable year, a very successful year. Um, and a year that sort of we knew was a group at the time that could happen, but... Yep. Looking back, it was still quite crazy. Uh, I think I've still played, oh, minus a couple of games, but I played in front of my biggest crowd to date for quite a long time. Played wow. in front of 10,000 uh, Riverview at Riverview one time, and we came back very late in the last 10 minutes to win that game. Nice. So it was, you know, a crazy experience that, uh, and one I'll never forget to see sort of how the other half, the other half lived. You went to school, played with Angus Crichton, right? Same year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same year. Yeah, yeah. What positions did you pair play? Um, so in year, we played together for two years, 11 and 12. In um, year 11, uh, I was the second rower and he was a number eight. Yep. And then in 2014, he was a inside centre and I was a loose head prop. There you go. Um, yeah. What was the toughest part of the transition from 15 aside to, to 13 aside? Everything, <laughs> literally everything. I remember when I was, because I'd, I'd played both growing up quite a lot. Uh, and when I went back to, to league, I just remember there being, you know, five tackles, you play the ball, you get up. There's no technical aspect to it at all. It's just yeah. you get up, you run hard, all that sort of stuff. And then I started hearing about this four man. And then now there's a three man. And now there's this wrestle. And now there's this underhook. And now there's this slow the ruck down. Yeah. So it was sort of just a, a massive learning curve just mm. to see how far the game had gone since I'd left it. Um, more towards the professional level. So, and I think the number one thing was just it's a much faster game that requires a lot more cardiovascular endurance. Um, in union, you, you sort of tackle someone and you can just sort of stand right next to where you tackled them. But in league, you tackle someone, you got to get up, you got to do a Malcolm run 10 metres back and go 10 metres forward again. Yeah. So it's just the game of attrition a lot more than, um, than union. You know, you, and 
in league, you do a lot more work. You know, I think um, I'm making about 20 to 30 tackles a game. In Union, I might make 20 to 30 tackles a month. Like, yeah. it's just a very, very, very different, more demanding sport at Leagues, I think. Awesome insight, Legend. Chat again soon. No worries. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Some footy clubs get a reputation for a certain style of play, a certain way they conduct themselves or act. The Sharks, just my opinion, for a decade and a little bit probably, have been a footy side that might not dazzle you with brilliance every play, but they'll fight, they'll fight each play, they will grind you down with their physicality. That sounds like a description also of our guest on the Weekly Watch, the great man, the legend, the superstar of the Shire, Toby Rudolph. Is that how you see the Sharks, mate, or not a, a side that is going to fight for every play? Well, it's, it's definitely how we'd like to be seen. Um, whether we're perceived as that is another question. I know that the Sharks of old, with the likes of Gallen and Lewis, uh, Hyington, those sort of blokes, um, when I first came into grade, it was seen as that sort of side with those blokes in it. Um, you know, there have been some times this year that there have been uh, some blowout scores against us, which is a bit unshark like we've been told. Yeah. And uh, whether that's to do with the, the new rules and um, you know, the six again, the change of momentum is much harder. Uh, not to use as an excuse at all, but uh, I, thought, I think we're getting back towards that now. Um, I think we're a more competitive side than we were last year. So, I mean, all we can do is just sort of go out there, play our hardest, and if the result doesn't go away, we, we, damn, we damn want to try and be competitive, yeah. You've got Gal there as a, a coaching advisor or helper, and he, he hangs around the club. Have you put one on him yet? Um you know, told him who told him who's boss, or threatened him with a little bit of a, a one-two combination. Yeah, I said, look, mate, the days of your thirteen, the days of your the the, the era is over. It's the young bloods are in now, right? I'm I'm the thirteen round here, so you just kept walking. Love uh, that. And also talk. punched me in the face a couple times too. Yeah, so <laughs> well, he scared of me. I've, I've I've put it to him to put a um a boxing fight on so I can get half of his paycheck, which he immediately said no to because he's the tightest man in the in the Shire. Yeah, so. isn't he? He is, yeah. If you go over a coffee with him, you're paying no matter how much money he's got. So that's right. <laughs> but uh, look, <laughs> he's a good man, gal, and yeah, look, I love, do love having him around. He's got a lot of insight into the game. He played 20 years of it, so yeah. um, very good man to have around the club, and very good club man, mate. The mental side of rugby league and the mentality you approach your footy so important in the modern game because let's face it. Largely from club to club, guys are all about as big, all about as strong, as fast as each other. And a lot of it comes down to the mental side of professional sport, I think. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Gal is a testament to that as well. Yep. Um, I, I remember asking him a couple of times, uh, I think it was last year or this year, um, just sort of said to him, like, mate, like when, when your ass is hanging out and you've got nothing left and all you're waiting for is the bench 
to look at you and get you off. How do you stay in there? Like, what, what do you do? And he just said to me, just one more effort. And I was like, what do you mean one more effort? He goes, no matter how tired I am, no matter what's happening in the game, all I say is just one more effort, one more effort, one more effort. So I've sort of taken that on board a little bit. Um, it is a lot harder said, said than done. Yeah. Because uh, there are times when you think one more effort's and you're going to be done. But then he just keeps saying one more effort for 80 minutes. But that sort of shows how mentally tough that bloke is, you know. Um, but definitely, uh, I, I'm just trying to – the biggest thing I can do out there is just talk to people around me when I'm absolutely gassed and just sort of try to let the communication do the talking and bring that sort of fatigue and out of your sort of mindset, if that makes sense. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat. Getting your future sorted, crucial to being able to concentrate on footy and actually just play to your potential. Our guest re-signed with the Sharks until the end of 2024, a few months back. One less headache or hassle, Toby Rudolph. Nice to get it done early in the season. Just concentrate on footy. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely something that was um, hanging over my head uh, somewhat. Um, I've been sort of off contract since I started playing, really. So I've had I've been two years off contract. I only signed the one-year extension last year. Uh, so I sort of was was able to put it in the back of my mind um, throughout my two-year career so far. Yeah. Uh, but definitely now that it's all been sorted, it's nice just to sort of put it in the back of my mind and just, yeah, focus on footy, like you said. Tougher times at the Sharks. It's been an odd season, off the field anyway. New coach coming in in 2021 in Craig Fitzgibbon. While you could say it's tough times, you could also turn it around and say it's actually really exciting and challenging times because there's something really positive to look forward to. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the way that um, I think all of us are approaching it here at the moment. Uh, we're not focusing too much on 2022 at this stage. Obviously, you know, we've still got a lot of footy to play this year and we've got some finals ambitions, but uh, looking towards that time, yeah, it is definitely exciting. I'm, I, I was... I had a few chats with Craig before I'd resigned and um, he sort of really emphasised the reasons that I wanted to stay and was a massive part in me resigning. So um, looking very forward to him coming on board and learning as much as I can off him. The potentials there at the club, anyone that knows the Sharks and their system, there's some really athletic, there's some really talented kids coming through a system that are used to success in those junior rep sides. Yeah, for sure. We've got some young kids that have... Uh, that have come through the Howard Matt systems, the SG Ball systems, uh, Blake Braley, Will Kennedy, um, Sione Katoa. Um, I think there's about six players in our team from the wow. under-20s uh, premiership from 2018. So it just sort of shows um, the junior development is is working wonders here at the Sharks and now we're definitely reaping the rewards. Big couple of years ahead, Legend. I reckon you'll be right in the middle of it too for a number of them. Thanks for the chat. We'll do it again soon. No worries. Thank you. Hey Legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. How would you like to be part of our team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go. From scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more, the opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week and we cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want, and when you want. Next week, we could be promoting you right here. Packages start from as little as a couple of hundred dollars. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab. Go to andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. 
Okay, delivering for us on serious shit we need to know this week, the great Toby Rudolph. Mate, I'm going to ask you a question, give you two options. You choose what works best. It's simple, but it's got absolutely nothing to do with footy. So we'll start with Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Beer or wine? Red wine. Summer or winter? Summer. Boxing or MMA? MMA. Good looks or personality? For me or for woman? For you. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm shallow. I'm going good looks. Yeah, me too. New yeah. phone or new clothes? Uh, new clothes. PlayStation or Xbox? Neither. Nintendo Switch. Ford or Holden? Uh, oh, Holden, I guess. Hamburger or chicken schnitty burger? Oh, uh, God, that, that, it depends where it's from, but I'll go hamburger. Okay. Bordies or budgies? Budgies. Kissing, eyes open or shut? Bit of both. Beach or bush? Beach. Nude or pyjamas? Nude. Driver or passenger? Passenger. Public bar at the local or trendy nightclub? Trendy nightclub. Now finally, the great debate and the one that will forever define you, toilet paper. Folder or scruncher? Folder all day, used to scrunch, realised it was awful 10 years ago. Yeah, man, you're with me, I'm with you. Thanks for being a good sport. Chat again soon, big nuts. No worries. Cheers, Andy. Really appreciate it, mate. That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter and Mondays is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their 13. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had. Best drinkers, best looking, who knows? There's no rules, but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite and why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues, and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them, and we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer, and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.